It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. You are listening live to Aquatic Wetline Radio Show with your host, the Aquatic Man himself, Aqua Alex. Aquatic Wetline is a one-stop radio show for everything freshwater, including cichlids, catfish, oddballs, lagos, and much more. Plus, we will be discussing saltwater and reptiles. Aquatic Wetline is your original fish keeper podcast that started it all for the fish keepers. What is on the aquatic discussion tonight? Let's dive down into the aquatic wetline headquarters and find out. Here's your host, Aqua Alex. Take it away, Alex. The aquatic wetline is brought to you by Akari Tales USA. School of Fish, Fish Frenzy Tropical Fish, and Blue View Aquatic. Don't forget to head to your local fish store or pet shop to pick up some Hikari products, such as our famous Hikari Bio-Pure Frozen Foods, which include delicious treats such as bloodworms, mysis shrimp, brine shrimp, and more. If you live in Western Massachusetts, be sure to stop by School of Fish, Inc. and Fish Frenzy Tropical Fish for the finest quality in freshwater and saltwater livestock, fish tanks, and more. Now, let's get on with the podcast. Remember, you can download today's podcast via iTunes or by simply going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash AquaAlex. Now, AquaAlex, take it away. Hello, fish heads, and welcome to another installment of the Aquatic Wetline, your one stop for anything tropical fish and everything tropical fish, the one and the only podcast created for freshwater fish keepers, hosted by fish keepers for fish keepers, and I'm your host, Oscar Alex, and that's right, I've got a new nickname now. You might know me as Aqua Alex, but right now my new nickname is Oscar Alex, because I've decided to put all my time in the fish keeping hobby back into Oscars because I really, really enjoy Oscars and I've been keeping Oscars for many years. So that's why my new name is going to be Oscar Alex here on the Aquatic Wetline. Anyways, we've got a fantastic show coming your way tonight. We're going to be doing our very first Cichlid Keepers Hour on the Aquatic Wetline for 2015. That's right. Tonight's our very first Cichlid Keepers Hour on the Aquatic Wetline. And we're going to discuss a very popular South American cichlid that a lot of fish keepers have kept or know about. And tonight I'm going to be talking about Severums along with my great co-host. Now Severums are a very colorful fish. They come in many varieties and they're considered to be a poor man discus 
by me and my co-host. But we'll discuss that as we talk about Severums tonight. We're going to discuss how to care for Severums and everything you should know about Severums. Don't forget, you can call in live at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two with any questions you might have on Severums or join our discussion on Severums. So, without further ado, I would like to welcome my wonderful co-host to the show. I'm very honored to have this person as a co-host. He's like a brother to me, a good best friend of mine, and he's an awesome co-host that I know I can trust, and I know that my listeners will enjoy having as a co-host here on the Aquatic Wetline. So, without further ado, let me introduce my co-host to you guys, Flashmaster1989 Jeff. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Hi, Alex. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you tonight, sir? Not bad. Just glad I could be on your show. I'm honored to have you. I know you like Oscars just like me, and I know you love Oscars just like me. So we've got a lot of things in common, so I know we're going to be an awesome co-host and host team here on the Aquatic Bet Line. Yep, Oscars are my favorite, and you just got a beautiful Oscar. Thank you. I appreciate that. You were an inspiration behind me getting back into Oscars, so i got to say thank you for that. No problem. They're great. Awesome. So tonight we're going to discuss Severums, and Severums are a beautiful fish. So, again, callers can call in and ask questions, but I know you got some questions for me, right, Jeff? Yes, sir. I actually have some 14 questions for you. Awesome. So would you like to get started now and start asking me the questions? Yes, sir. My first question is, what types of Severums are there? A great question. There's actually a lot of varieties of Severums, and a majority of them belong to the family Heroes, which is a cool scientific name for this species of cichlids. I like the name Heroes of Severums, but there are many varieties of Severums available in the fish stores now. Um, there are over 20 varieties of Severums, believe it or not. We've got the green Severum, which is the common Severum. You're going to see that Severum around all your fish stores, even Petco and PetSmart will sell your green Severums. And you can buy green Severums for really cheap. I know juvenile Severums, juvenile green Severums go for about $5 at most. And um, middle-aged Severums, the medium-sized Severums, will be about $10. And even the larger Severums are kind of cheap. The larger green Severums are about $15 to $25 at most. And the green Severums have been around for a while, so a lot of the fish keepers are used to them. Then you've got your gold Severums, and these are just basically like an albino version of the um, green Severum. A lot of people in the hobby think the gold Severums are kind of boring, so what they have done is they've actually created a red Severum. It's called the Red Spot Severum or a Super Red Severum. It goes by many nicknames in the hobby. It's a very nice Severum. And it is kind of costly, uh, but it is a very beautiful fish. It's a Severum that's going to run you 25 to $30 for a 2-inch specimen, up to $50 for a 4- to 5-inch specimen. But a lot of fish keepers love the Super Red Severum for their color. It's a gold Severum with extra red red coloration, extra red spots, and extra red little uh, worm-like lines on its body. It makes it look interesting and unique. I like the Super Red Severum, by the way. It's a very beautiful fish. And then we've got the Rock Heel Severum, which is another classic Severum. It's basically a green 
basically a green saffron with a orange hue on the head. It's got like a nice vertical red stripe across the head. That's a very popular saffron. So the Rock Hill saffron is another kind of saffron. Then you've got your Heroes Nautius, which is a very rare saffron. That's a, a very spotted saffron. It's got very spots on, a very a very good amount of spots on it. So we call that the spotted saffron. And then you've got many other varieties of saffron, such as the turquoise saffron and things like that. So there are a lot, there are a lot of varieties of saffrons out there. Like I said, the most common ones would be the green saffron, the gold saffron, the super red saffron, and the rock eel saffron in the aquarium hobby. Those seem to be the ones that pop up most at fish stores. And some of the rarer saffron. Some of the rarer severums will occasionally pop up in the fish store list, but they'll be uh, very expensive. So those are the kinds of severums out there. That was a great answer, Alex. Thank you. And my second question for you is, why do you like the severum? Great question. I actually like the severum for multiple reasons, but the first reason I like the severum is because it's a very easy fish to keep. And it's easy to keep, but it has a great personality, and it has amazing coloration. Even at a juvenile size, I think the severum has fantastic color. Depending on the severum species, whether I'm getting a green severum or a gold severum or a rock heel severum or even just a plain a super red severum, I know that this fish is going to have lots of color. And I like the shape of the fish. When I think of a severum, I think of a poor man's discus because of the shape and the color that the severums have. And I personally think severums are better than discus because they're easier to care for. They can live with almost anything. And you don't have to be finicky about the water parameters or the tank mates for discus. And beginners can actually keep a severum. And I actually think severums are probably one of the best cichlids out there in the aquarium hobby. And the next thing I like about saverums is they're the perfect tank mate for an Oscar because they're not going to bully the Oscar around and they're mild-mannered. So they can live comfortably with Oscars, angelfish, chocolate cichlids, and all the beautiful South American cichlids that are out there. So the best reason I can say is that I like – the best reason I can give for me liking saverums is they've got – Beautiful color. They're like a poor man's discus. They're affordable. They're mild-mannered, and they're just awesome, I think. Severums are a beautiful cichlid, and I definitely recommend them. And if you have Oscars like Jeff and I, I recommend keeping severums with them. Obviously, if you got a big Oscar, you're going to want to get a good-sized severum, like around five or six inches. Or if you've got a small Oscar like I do, you can get a small one and grow them up together. But the big, the good thing about severums is they're they're kind of shaped like a coin, so they will be kind of hard to swallow. Um, but the Oscar could still swallow them if it's if it's small enough to be eaten. So make sure you get a good size severum. Awesome answer on that one, and I learned hard on that one. <laughs> the only yeah, severum I, I could find was pretty tough, small. <laughs> okay, but you can get a bigger severum. You can get a bigger severum. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking, actually. I want to get a Super Red. Oh, nice. Okay, my third question for you, Alex, is what is a good tank size for a Severum? 
That's actually a pretty good question, and depending on the fish keeper you're at, you're going to get different answers. Um, most severums usually grow to be about 10 to 12 inches full grown. So for me personally, um, seeing a 10 to 12 inch fish, I would say a 75 gallon would be the recommended tank size for one adult. Um, if you want to keep more than one severum, I'd go 125, 150, and even up to 220. But for one severum, I say a severum can do fine. A 75 gallon for life because they do get 10 to 12 inches and a 75 gallon is fine uh, you can actually grow out severums in smaller tanks but realize they're going to get bigger and you need to eventually upgrade to at least a 75 gallon aquarium so in my opinion i say a 75 gallon tank is plenty big enough for a severum thanks for that great answer alex And my fourth question for you. Okay. And my fourth question for you is what is your favorite type of severum? Great question. My favorite type of severum. That's actually an easy one for me. I would say my favorite type of severum would be the super red severum. I'm a big fan of the red color. I love the red coloration in fish. And I personally think the super red severum looks awesome. My second favorite severum would be the classic green severum because that's been a long, around for a, a very long time. Awesome. I have to agree with you on that. I think my favorite would have to be the green severum. A lot of people like them because they've been in the hobby for at least 30 or 40 years, and they're very hardy. And, you know, back in the old days, a lot of the green severums were wild cup, and nowadays the majority of the green severums, probably all of the green severums in the hobby are, are now captive red. So things have changed since they first been introduced. Yeah. Okay, and my fifth question for you, Alex, is do you recommend severums for beginners? Yes, I think a beginner could keep a severum, uh, provided that the beginner knows that the severum is going to get pretty big and eventually will need a bigger tank. Um, but yes, a beginner could keep a severum because a severum is not really a difficult fish to take care of. Um, severums come from South America, so if a beginner knew to keep a pH of about 7.4, uh, temperature around 74 degrees to 78 degrees, and kept the severum with a little bit of bigger fish, such as Oscars and some of the larger angelfish and such. I personally think severums are for beginners, and like I said, they're very easy to care for, and severums are a very hardy species of cichlids, and I think personally they're the best choice for beginners if they're looking to get into South American medium to larger size cichlids. That was an awesome answer, Alex. And my sixth question for you is, what do you, what are the water parameters for a severum? Great question. Well, as we know, severums come from South America. They come from the Amazon. So basically we want to repl replicate that in the aquarium hobby. So I recommend fish keepers keeping severums in the following um, water conditions. pH, you can do neutral, 6.8 to 
Of course, you want your ammonia at zero. Your temperature should be around 74 degrees Fahrenheit to 78 degrees Fahrenheit. And I've noticed with Savrums, if the temperature goes below 74 degrees Fahrenheit, they get very skittish, they start losing their color, and they can be are very, very fragile there. So it's very important to keep your temperature at 74 degrees Fahrenheit to 78 degrees Fahrenheit. Otherwise, you're probably going to be stressing out your Severum. A lot of the cichlids that come from the Amazon do like a little bit warmer water. So always keep that in mind when planning on keeping Severums. Now, if you have a good heater, your tank should always stay about 74 degrees Fahrenheit anyway, so you shouldn't have a problem with that. But generally, um, pH 7.4, 7.8, uh, generally keep it on the low side, 7.4 is fine. Of course, ammonia at zero and a temperature 74 to 78 degrees Fahrenheit. And basically that's it. Just do a lot of water changes. Keep your water as clean as possible. You should be good to go. Awesome. And my seventh question for you is, what do you recommend for the tank decorations and setup for a Um, That's actually a great question. Pretty, you could probably do a pretty basic aquarium. You don't need to do any special decor or anything. They're not like one of these cichlids that's going to be hiding a lot. They're a very active cichlid. But I would recommend some rocks and some cave work for this fish because it is a fish that will hide when it feels scared or intimidated by other cichlids. So I would say um, you probably can get away with some basic cave work for your Severum. Nothing too spectacular. They do love driftwood. I've got a piece of driftwood in my aquarium that currently has a small green Severum in there. He loves driftwood. You can see him hanging out in there and hiding. So if you're big into driftwood, you can use driftwood for your Severum tank. I'm pretty sure he would like driftwood. Uh, but nothing fancy. You can just use driftwood and, and rocks and things like that. That was awesome information. You're welcome. So those were some awesome first seven questions that you had for us. Mind if, take a, for oh, thank our, you. mind if you take a quick commercial break? Oh, no problem. All right, so we're going to take a quick commercial break here on the Aquatic Wetline. And don't forget, listeners, who are listening live, you've got a question on Severum for me, go ahead and call in 347 989 and we'll be, I'll be willing to answer your Severum questions. All right, so this commercial break is being sponsored by Hikari Sales USA, who wants to remind you it has the perfect food for your Severum in pellets, frozen bloodworms, brine shrimp, and everything your Severum could imagine. School of Fish, Inc., and Fish Trinity Tropical Fish for all you Western Mass fish heads. They always have Severums in stock for you to choose from. Dakota Aquatics Plus Radio Show, Fish Geeks, the online Facebook group, the IIA, and Jambox is proud to sponsor the Aquatic Wetline. So let's go ahead and take a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to continue our discussion on the lovely Severum Cichlid. Hikari offers a wide selection of aquatic diets to help you and your fishy friend find success. With more than 137 years of aquatic experience, Hikari was the originator of species-specific diets long before others thought it was important or trendy, and the first to bring unique products to fish keepers like algae wafers, 
the world's first diet specifically formulated for Procosinus. Micropellets, the world's first micro-coated aquatic diet for tropical fish. Saki Ikari, the world's first probiotic-enhanced diet for koi, goldfish, cichlid, and now turtles. And Biopure, the world's cleanest and most nutrition-packed frozen and freeze-dried foods, industry trendsetters when they were first introduced. When you're looking for the best aquatic diets your hard-earned money can buy for your aquatic pets, look no further than Hikari. Your fish and your wallet will be forever grateful. School of Fish, Inc. offers everything an aquarium hobbyist in western Massachusetts needs. We offer the best alive stock from freshwater to saltwater and everything in between. We also have the best corals and live rock. School of Fish, Inc. carries the best brands of fish food, medications, and equipment such as Hikari, Tetra, Marineland, API, and much more. Stop by and check us out today. School of Fish, Inc. located at 1865 Page Boulevard, Springfield, Massachusetts, and we can be reached at 413-543-1994. We're open. Open Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Close Tuesdays. Check out School of Fish, Inc. That's School of Fish, I-N-C, on Facebook for exclusive deals, specials, and see what's new. Fish Frenzy Tropical Fish is a fish store located in South Hadley, Massachusetts. Fish Frenzy offers the finest in freshwater and saltwater livestock, aquarium equipment such as Marineland, Aquian, and Flaval, fish foods such as Hikari, Tetra, and more. Fish Frenzy has moved to a new location to get many more awesome fish in. Fish Frenzy has the cheapest prices in town for fish. Go check out at the court at Fish Frenzy and you will not be disappointed. Fish Frenzy is located at 14 Main Street in South Hadley, Massachusetts. You can reach at the court at Fish Frenzy at 413-536-7700. And at Fish Frenzy looks forward to serving you the Western Mass Fish Keepers. Dakota Aquatics Plus is the next best aquarium keeping show here on Blog Talk Radio. Your host of this show, Andrew will dive deep into the topics of freshwater and saltwater fish, reptiles, and other pets. Dakota Aquatics Plus is live every Saturday and is a show that you will enjoy. So check Andrew out. blogtalkradio.com forward slash Dakota Aquatics Plus. Fish Geeks is an online Facebook fish group that is dedicated to the aquarium hobby. We have thousands of members who all love this aquarium hobby. All of our members are a fish geek one way or another. If you are serious about this hobby and love fish, then come join our group on Facebook You Fish Geek. Type in the search bar on Facebook Fish Geeks and click join. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Do you need advice on planted tanks? Do you need advice on community tanks? Do you need advice on cichlids? Do you need advice on discuss? Do you 
Well, get over to the IAA channel now! We can help you with planted tanks, saltwater tanks, community tanks, filtration, DIY, lighting, dosing, CO2, discus, angelfish, German blue rams, African cichlids, and any other community fish. Subscribe to the IAA channel today! Thank you, IAA! Choosing guitar accessories can be expensive and time-consuming, but it doesn't have to be. Jambox will deliver the necessities right to your front door. Jambox is great for players of any age and all experience levels. Try new brands, new products, and get your jam on. Order a Jambox today at www.jamboxcanada.ca. Hey, live listeners of the Aquatic Wetline. Did you know you can call in live right now to ask any fish questions or join tonight's fish chat? Just simply dial 1-347-989-8142. You may ask any fish questions you might have or chat with us about tonight's subject. You can also ask our guests any questions you might have as well. So go ahead and call in 1-347-989-8142. Please go to a quiet location and turn off the speaker on your phone. Please wait until we see your call and bring you live. So go ahead and call in 1-347-989-8142. Give us a holla if you hear us. You are now tuned in to the one and only Fish Keeping Podcast on Blog Talk Radio that started it all. With over 100 episodes, the Aquatic Wetline has something for you. What is Alex going to discuss next? Let's get back to the show to find out. Remember... You can call in anytime at 1-347-989-8142. Now, back to Aqua Alex. And welcome back to the Aquatic Wetline Fish Heads, and thank you for joining us today. Now today, Aqua Alex and his wonderful co-host, Slash Master 1989 Jeff, are discussing several cichlids. Now, before commercial break, we were discussing some of the information you need to know as fish keepers for keeping the Sevrum in the home aquarium. Now, don't forget, if you're listening live, you can go ahead and call in at 1-347-989-8142 and discuss why you like Sevrums or ask any Sevrum questions you might have. Just go ahead and call in 1-347-989-8142. Now, Jeff, i got to ask you, do you think Sevrums are a poor man's discus? Yeah, they... I mean, I have nothing against discus. I just can't afford them, so I'd have to say, yeah. I agree with you. I think uh, the price think of they're discus, they were very similar. They're very similar to discus, and they got more color than some of the discus, I think. 
Yeah, I've seen some very beautiful Severums, and I've seen some very beautiful discus, but I'd have to stick with the Severums. Me too. Plus, they're easier to take care of, and if you do lose a Severum, you're not losing, like, $500 for a show called discus, you're losing, like, $50. Yeah, I agree with you there. Awesome. Well, you were asking me some wonderful questions before the commercial break, so would you like to continue? Yes, sir. Okay, and my eighth question for you, Alex, is your experience keeping Severums. It's been mostly positive, actually. I've had plenty of experience keeping Severums, and throughout my whole entire fish-keeping career, I've had a couple of Severums in each of my cichlid tanks. I just can't can't stay away from Severums. I think they're a very nice cichlid. I like them for some reason. They hold a special place in my heart for one reason or another. They're a very nice fish. I really do like the Severum. Now, my experience keeping them is I I really recognize the fact that they're very easy to care for. They're a very hardy fish. I've had Severum survive um, without a filter for several days because the power was out. Um, and they did fine. I've had several survive a dramatic change in pH because I was out in on vacation and I left someone else in charge of my fish tank. So you know what happens there. I've had several go through many different phases of aggression due to ongoing tank maintenance, and they survive it all. So in my experience, severums are a very hardy cichlid, and I've noticed that they're one of the fastest-growing cichlids out there as well. I've raised several green severums from baby 1 to 2-inch size to about 4 to 5-inch in a matter of 2 or 3 months. So I've noticed in my experience that these fish are one of the fastest-growing cichlids out there, and they have a lot of color changes as they grow up. I noticed that when a juvenile severum grows, to be about four or five inches, they're going to lose a lot of those spots and a lot of those worm-like markings on their face. And um, it really is a nice fish. So in my experience, keeping Severums has been pleasant. I've never, ever had to deal with any problems with this fish. I had, I have had, I have lost a few Severums before. Uh, like, for example, I did buy a Super Red Severum a couple of weeks ago. Um, back in December, and he just disappeared one day. And to this day, I still cannot find where that serum ever went. He must have jumped out somewhere, or someone must have stolen from me because he's still missing. He was fine, he was eating everything, and he was uh, doing well with my chocolate liquid, and then he disappeared. So I'm assuming someone stole him, or he jumped out, but who knows what happened with that fish. It's always a mystery to me. Yeah. That was a great answer, and sorry to hear about your red Severa. That's okay. I'll, I'll just get another one, and hopefully I'll have to cover my tank. So if anyone goes into my basement, they don't steal any more fish. <laughs> yeah. And my ninth question for you is, what do you recommend for a diet for the Severums? Oh, good question. Well, Severums are very easy to feed. They'll eat almost anything, just like just like me. Um, my Severum loves to eat frozen bloodworms and um, krill and a lot of protein foods. I feed a lot of my cichlids 
South and Central American cichlids, protein-packed foods. So if I were to recommend a diet for a beginner to feed a severum, I would personally recommend starting off as a juvenile state. You give them a good quality pellet um, like Hikari or New Life Spectrum and some of the other great brands out there. And as they grow older, you can start throwing in frozen bloodworms, uh, brine shrimp, even earthworms, all fish love earthworms. And I've noticed over the years my severance went crazy for earthworms. You can also feed market shrimp. Um, they love that. And I noticed when I was feeding market shrimp, the colors of my Rockyl severin were, were starting to p- take off and become beautiful. I've never seen a severin become as beautiful as my Rockyl severin was on shrimp. And you can also feed um, some invertebrates such as crayfish and um, little shrimps and basically anything. Don't eat anything. I've never had a picky severum ever in my experience keeping severums. I don't think anyone's going to have a picky severum. But if they do, I would definitely recommend feeding earthworms, bloodworms, market shrimp, and things like that. And generally, a severum's going to eat a lot. Severums are like Oscars, but they don't eat as much as Oscars, and they don't produce a ton of waste like Oscars, but they certainly will eat as much as Oscars. Matter of fact, my small one-inch Severum, who is an inch smaller than my albino Oscar, is currently eating more than my Oscar is eating right now. Uh, My Oscar only eats the the cichlid sticks that I crush up, but my Severum is eating my marine lands, tropical color-enhancing flakes, he's eating bloodworms, he's eating the cichlid sticks, and he's even eating the allergy wafers that I give to my Placostomus. So as you can see, Severums have a tendency to eat almost anything you throw into the aquarium. Yeah, my Oscar eats everything that hits the surface. The, The algae pellets don't even make it to the bottom for the placo. (laughs) <laughs> you're, you're lucky. You know, oh, I had another question. I had another part to add onto that. Do you recommend sinking or floating pellets for a seven? That actually can be a personal preference because both of them will usually work. But if it was for me, I would go with sinking because um, with floating pellets, I tend to see them get stuck to the filter too much, and it really is a pain to clean them off the filter. And sometimes um, a cichlid, when it goes to get a pellet from the top of the tank, you're going to be gulping in air, and that sometimes can hurt their mouth. So I would say sinking in my personal preference. Okay, that was an awesome answer. And my you're tenth welcome. question for you, my tenth question for you is, what are some good tank mates for uh, Severum? Pretty much anything. Severums are mild-mannered, like I said earlier in the show, but they do get pretty big, so they will eat neon tetras. They will eat mollies and platies and all those little feeder fish that I call them. So um, you really need to put them with fish that are too big to be eaten. So in my experience, I've had severums with silver dollars. I've had severums with geophagus. I've had severums with chocolate cichlids. I've had severums with Oscars. Basically, keep them with medium size to larger size South American cichlids, um, larger cherisins such as silver dollars. Um, even you could probably keep them with um, some rose line sharks. 
some tinfoil barbs, plecos, um, larger catfish such as Pictus cats, um, Raphael cats, Hupala cats, or my favorite, Sedantis cats. Um, pretty much anything bigger, big enough not to be eaten can be kept with severums. I would avoid keeping severums with aggressive cichlids such as red devils or managuensins or any of the aggressive cichlids because it'll be cruel to the fish because the aggressive cichlids can overpower and kill the sephirum, which is which is very bad. So I would not keep them with aggressive cichlids, only with um, fish that are too big to be eaten. Awesome. That was some good information. And I know the answer to my next question, but I'm going to ask it to you anyways. Do you currently keep severums? Yes, actually I do. Right now I currently only have one severum. I have a baby green severum, which is about two inches, maybe an inch and a half at the most. Um, But I do plan on growing him out and adding in a female with him. And so I'll have a male and female green severum. And I would like to have a super red severum again when I get my, my when I get my ninety gallon aquarium. I would like to have a super red severum. So currently, right now, I have that one male small juvenile severum, and then I will be getting a female severum. And hopefully, if I can find one, um, I'll be getting a super red severum. I probably have to order one online because up here in Massachusetts, in Western Mass specifically, when fish stores bring in super red severums, they're only grade A which means basically they're a regular green severum, a regular gold severum with less red color than a super red would have. Awesome. And my 12th question for you, which I've asked you for almost every fish, and it is, do you recommend gravel or sand for the severum? Oh, that's actually a, a tough question to think about, so I'm going to see how I can answer that one. Uh, if I had to answer that, I'd say it would be a personal preference because severums are very hardy, so there is no um, such thing as having to have such a substrate with this fish. You could even have a bare-bottom aquarium with severums for all they care. They're not going to matter. They're not going to care what the substrate is uh, because they never really go to the bottom only to eat. But for me... I would go with sand. Uh, I've had I have my green severum in, in a twenty gallon quarantine tank with some black sand, and he looks awesome. His colors are popping out really great, and the, he looks fantastic in black sand. So I would say black or white sand would make severum's colors pop even much better. Imagine seeing a super red severum in white sand or black sand or even a rock heel severum in white or black sand, they're going to look awesome in there. So I would say um, black sand or white sand, personally. You could also use black or white gravel as well. I'm sure it'll look similar to sand, uh, but if you're going to be keeping catfish and plecos and some bottom dwellers, gravel can tend to hurt those fish. So I would personally say sand is the best for severums. Awesome answer. you got to make sure to get the right sand because I made the mistake of doing play sand, and that didn't turn out very good. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't recommend using play sand, but you could actually use uh, pool filter sand would be awesome for an aquarium. I know a lot of a lot of fish stores and pet stores 
sell sand for ridiculously high prices. So if you are a fish keeper and looking to save money and you want sand in your seven aquarium, you could go to Home Depot or Lowe's or your local bargain um, stores, your local home home appliance stores, and buy some pool filter sand, and you can use that for your aquarium. If you're going to be buying pool filter sand, make sure you rinse it thoroughly and clean it very well so you get all the stuff out of there. But pool filter sand works well for aquariums. Awesome information. And now on my next question, I'm going to switch the last one around, so I'm going to ask you the last one first. How do you breed okay. the seven? Very good question. I, I actually, I'm going to tell you how to sex and breed them, okay? Okay, that will be great. Awesome. So first, I'll tell you guys how to sex Severum. And luckily, the Severum is one of the easiest cichlids to sex. Now, males, luckily for us males, <laughs> or luckily for the male Severums, males have colorful series of frustrations on their face and their mouths. Now, frustrations are basically worm-like um, markings on their face, so little squiggly lines on the face are, are male. So if you, if you get a green severum or even a gold severum, and they have little squiggly worm-like markings on their face, that is a male. And they'll have them on their forehead and their cheeks. Females are more uniformly colored in that area. So a female severum is not going to have any marks, it's going to have the color. So for example, a green severum female, you're just going to have a green face. A plain gold severum female is going to just look like an albino convict basically, but be a circular, circular shape. That is how you guys can sex severums. Again, Males are going to have spots and worm-like markings on their face, and females are just going to have um, plain, uniform color. Now, let's talk about breeding the severum. Getting a male and a female to pair off might not be automatic, although putting them alone should help because some, some males and some females just don't like each other. But you can try to go them into breeding. Trick is to feed them well, live food, frozen, dry, or dry food. What you want is a variety of food. You want to get them in the mood, so feed them a variety of food. Similar to human romance, when we're on a date, we want to go out to eat to a fine dining restaurant. We want to please our missus or our mister. So same thing with severums. They want a variety. They want a fine dining dinner. So feed them live food one day, frozen food the next day, dry food the next day, and so on and so forth. The next trick to breeding severums is to keep the water quality very high. pH in the 6th range and the temperature in the upper 70s to low 80s. And that seems to be the trick for breeding most South American cichlids, believe it or not. And um, I noticed that with severums, I've never personally bred severums. My father has bred severums. When he had his temperature around 78, he's had severums breed. He used to breed the gold severums. He was so obsessed with the gold severums. I always got to tell him, why don't you breed green severums? The green severums look more better than the regular gold severums. But he was into the gold severums, and I was into the green severums. So there's always a gold severum, green severum debate in our house. 
Now, um, vegetables are important to severums. Try duckweed if you can get it. Earthworms are always extremely notorious and good for conditioning. So if you're trying to breed severums, this is the time to feed them vegetables. Now, when the severums are ready to spawn, the color of the fins and body will intensify. They're going to say, wow, that severum looks gorgeous. Those two severums look awesome. You'll know they're going to be breeding. This is when they're going to want to go grab your camera. That's how gorgeous they're going to look, and you know they're going to be breeding. Their eyes will be bright, and they'll be very, very active because they're horny. And when us humans are horny, we're very active. So when the serums are horny, they're going to be very active as well. Now, the eggs, of course, will be obvious, and one parent will fan them. They can be attached to the side of the aquarium or on a flat rock. They do have a preference for laying eggs on vertical surfaces, my dad told me to tell you guys. So they like to lay their eggs on a vertical surface. Now, once the fry hatch, they are a squiggly tail waving mass. They are very small, and they're going to be very hard to see, except that they are bunched together. Once they become free swimming, siphon them out if you want max production, or leave them up to the parents who will care for them. And that is what my dad did. He left them naturally to be cared for by the parents. And nine times out of ten, we did have a couple, uh, more than a couple juvenile severums that we Sold, and I actually got to keep a few of the severums, so that's awesome. Now, for food, take something nutritious and take the vegetable-based food and grind it into a very fine powder with a pestle and motar. Place the powder in a cup of water and stir it up. Take a baster and squirt a cloud of food at the school of babies, and that's how you're going to feed your baby severums. Keep the water in the baby aquarium very clean. Do 20% changes daily and use a sponge filter that already has been used and has a population of bacteria as well as a lot of stuff on it to take a nibble on. And that is how you can breed severums. Pretty much breeding severums is pretty easy. All you've got to do is do a natural work and let the severums breed themselves. Oh, some awesome information on breeding severum. Thank you. Okay, my last question for you, Alex, is would you like to explain the history of the severum? Sure. Um, that's actually going to be an interesting topic. Well, the uh, history of the severum can be summed up in um, one, one uh, explanation. Um, back in the old days, my dad told me that the only severums that were around were the basic turquoise severums, the basic green severums, and um, the basic gold severums. And that was due to the fact that majority of the severums were imported from the wild. Now, the gold severum obviously was not introduced until years upon years of the green severum being in the aquarium hobby. Now, when he first got into the hobby, um, the fish store always had wild-caught green severums in stock, 
And he told me when he always bought Severums, they always were sick because they were a wild cop all the time. And it wasn't until someone found out how to breed Severums and um, captive bred breed them that they can actually make them tank raised. And now a lot of these Severums are tank raised, and he's got these wonderful species of Severums being found all the time. Every year, it seems, there's a new species of Severum being found. And um, I really do enjoy the history of Severums because back in the 1990s, we only thought that there was only the green Severum, the gold Severum, and the turquoise Severum. Now here we are almost a decade later, or actually a full decade later, uh, we've got the Rock Hill Severum, we've got the Super Red Severum, we've got the Hero of Nadius, and we've got Orange Shoulder Severum. We've got some varieties of Severums that are very nice. And I know my buddy Jeff Rapp from TangledUpInCyclist.com, he always has a wide variety of rarer Severums in stock. And believe it or not, all of the Severums belong to the Heroes uh, family of cichlids. And believe it or not, at one point, there was a very rare green Severum in the aquarium hobby that was sold to fish keepers back in the 70s and 80s. If that green Severum was sold in the fish stores today, I'm talking about the very rare one, it would be about $65 for a juvenile. Now, the common green Severum, the one you see at Petco and PetSmart and at your fish stores as juveniles, wasn't introduced into the hobby until 19... Now, uh, mid-1990s, after people were looking for cheaper Severums, and they actually found this species in Peru, and they introduced this species. Um, and that's actually a very nice species. I like the Peruvian green Severum. So I guess that's my best uh, history of Severums for you, Jeff. Okay, that was, an, that was some awesome information on the Severum, and that was my last question for you. But I have one more thing, if I could add it. Sure, go ahead. Okay, would you recommend someone, let's say someone's feeding their Oscar Severums, so-called fish, earthworms, do you recommend getting them, like, out of your yard or buying them from, like, a bait shop? Um, That's a personal preference. I personally would probably buy from a bait shop because um, I'm lazy. But if you like to dig in your yard... Go for it and see if you can find as many earthworms as you can. If you dig in your yard, you can get earthworms for, for free, basically. So either, yeah, either so way is fine. The earthworms are the thing, so it's not going to cause any harm. A thing I, I seen in, a, in the Oscar Lover forum was that I read that if you're getting them out of your yard, you want to be careful to make sure they haven't been around any poison or anything like that. Yeah, that could be Where true, too. That could be one of the... That could be one of the negative sides of getting them out of your yard, too. That's a good point. Okay, well, that was my last question for you. Awesome. This has been a fantastic show. You are a great co-host, sir. I love having you as a co-host here on the Aquatic Wet Line. Thank you. I love you having me on here. It's fun. You don't, you don't test me or anything like that. You work work great together. Yeah, I can't wait for. I can't wait till tomorrow's show. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. All right, listeners, if you have any live questions, go ahead and call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. 
Anyways, we're going to go ahead and take our final commercial break. And in this commercial break, we're going to hear a wonderful song. And when we come back, I have a couple of announcements to make, and we'll wrap up this fantastic show. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I hope you guys learned a lot about Severums. And again, if you got any Severums, don't be afraid to call in. I mean, if you got any questions on Severums, don't be afraid to call in. 1347 989 8142. So let's go ahead and take our final commercial break. The Aquatic Wetline is now available to be listened to on Stitcher Radio. You can now listen to the Aquatic Wetline on your smartphone or tablet. Simply go to Stitcher.com and click in the search bar Aquatic Wetline Radio and you can download any of our episodes right on your smartphone. Now click people to the smartphone or tablet and enjoy any of our awesome podcasts. Aquatic Wetline is now on iTunes. You can download any of our archived episodes on iTunes. You can listen to any of our past episodes on your ride to work or your long ride on vacation. Simply go to the podcast section of iTunes and search for Aquatic Wetline to find us. Enjoy. Are you a fish keeper that has expertise in the aquarium hobby? Would you like to be interviewed on the Aquatic Wetline to discuss your favorite species of fish or share your aquarium hobby? We at the Aquatic Wetline are always looking for fun, exciting, and awesome guests. So if you're interested in speaking on fish or the aquarium hobby on the Aquatic Wetline, please contact Aqua Alex at AquaticWetline at Outlook.com. That's AquaticWetline at Outlook.com. Or you can contact Fishkeeper James Carnelli. His email is JimmySilverArrow at AOL.com. That's JimmySilverArrow at AOL.com. So, please contact AquaticWetline at Outlook.com or JimmySilverArrow at AOL.com if you're interested in being a guest on the Aquatic Wetline. Do you own a local fish store in your area? Do you own an online aquarium shop? Well, contact Aquatic Wetline at Outlook.com and get yourself a radio commercial advertising your business. The Aquatic Wetline is heard by over 200 people for each episode, so get your name out there. Please contact Aquatic Wetline at Outlook.com. So we can advertise your business. We advertise fish stores, aquarium shops, YouTube channels, and anything in the freshwater and saltwater fish keeping hobby. So if you're interested in advertising your business, please contact us, Aquatic Wetline at Outlook.com, and we will prepare you with an awesome commercial for this show.
Would you like your topical fish question answered live on our Fish Keepers United Question and Answer? Then send all of your tropical fish questions to aquaticwetline at outlook.com. You can ask any freshwater or saltwater questions you have. We look forward to answering your questions. So submit them to aquaticwetline at outlook.com. No question is too dumb. We'll answer them all. So send them in right now. Calling all fish keepers. Make sure you're a part of the very first Fish Keepers Question and Answer of 2015. The very first Fish Keepers Question and Answer of 2015 will air live Monday, January 26, 2015 at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on the Aquatic Wetline. So make sure you get your questions answered. Please submit your questions to AquaticWetline at Outlook.com. That's AquaticWetline at Outlook.com. Or you can post your questions on social media. Tweet your questions to at AquaAlex or at AlexCardinelli1, capital A in Alex, or post your questions on our Facebook fan group called the Aquatic Wetline Radio Fan Group. So, make sure you send your questions in by January 26, 2015. We'll answer every question we get. So make sure you're a part of the very first Q&A of 2015. Again, email AquaticWetline at Outlook.com, Twitter at AquaAlex or at AlexCardinelli1, or on our Facebook page, the Aquatic Wetline Radio Fan Group. I look forward to answering your questions, so send them in right now. Would you like to be a guest on the Fish Keepers United series? This series has become very successful after our first four episodes. I love interviewing fish keepers. So, if you're a fish keeper and you're interested in asking Aqua Alex questions, and you're interested in Aqua Alex asking you questions, Please contact Aqua Alex so you can be booked on the Fish Keepers United series. Contact Aqua Alex at AquaticWetline at Outlook.com. That's AquaticWetline at Outlook.com. Or you can message him on his personal Facebook account, Aqua Alex Cardinelli on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you on Fish Keepers United. Hey, listeners of the Aquatic Wetline, this here is Alex Cardinelli, and I'm inviting you to be a part of my talk show, The Alex Cardinelli Show. On The Alex Cardinelli Show, we talked about everything from current news, to sports, to current events, to dogs, to politics, to everything you can imagine. So come join us at The Alex Cardinelli Show. We are live 
Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. We are live Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern. And we are live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern. The Oscar Noah Show airs three days a week, Tuesday, Friday, and Sunday, with Friday being our current news episode. And Tuesday and Sunday will be our fun shows where we'll discuss anything and everything and have a fun guest on the show. So come check out the Alice Cardinelli Show on Blog Talk Radio, blogtalkradio.com forward slash crazy Alex Talks. Come on, come on, you know you want to be a part of this great talk show. So I'll see you at the Alice Cardinelli Show, blogtalkradio.com forward slash crazy Alex Talks.
are back here live on the Aquatic Wetline, and what a great show we have been doing today. We've been discussing the Severum Cichlids, and I want to thank you all for tuning into the show, whether it's live or whether it's archive. You are supporting one of the best fishkeeping podcasts on Blog Talk Radio, and I am forever thankful for that. I'm also thankful for the wonderful co-host that I've got. I've got a great co-host who's going to be on the Aquatic Wetline every week. He'll be on the Aquatic Wetline every Wednesday, and we'll be learning a certain particular species of fish. So I'm happy to have such a wonderful co-host. Now, before we end today's show, I've got a couple of announcements I would like to make. And the first announcement is tomorrow... We're going to have our first guest of the week on the show. And tomorrow we welcome back the best co-host of 2014 to the show. And tomorrow we're welcoming back the Crayfish King himself, James Jones. So tomorrow we're going to return to our normal time. Tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern, Oscar Alex and Slash Master1989, Jeff, will be interviewing the Crayfish King, James Jones, and we're going to learn about his new magazine, learn about some more information about crayfish, and we'll just have a fun interview with James. So if you like crayfish and you like James Jones, then turn into the Aquatic Wetline tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern. And... After that, we're going to have a fantastic show on Saturday, because this Saturday I'm going to be debuting a new series here on the Aquatic Wetline called Fancy Pleco Hour. And this Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern, I'm going to be talking about the Green Phantom Pleco L200. So if you're considering getting a Green Phantom Pleco, or any Fancy Pleco for that matter, tune into our debut episode of Fancy Pleco Hour this Saturday. And we have our very first Q&A of 2015 coming up next Monday here on the Aquatic Wetline, Monday, January 26, 2015, at 6 p.m. Eastern. We're going to have our first Q&A of 2015. And the reason I'm doing it at 6 p.m. Eastern is because of WWE Monday Night Raw, and I'm actually a big wrestling fan and we're on the road to WrestleMania, so I figured I, I would watch Raw at 8 o'clock p.m. So we're going to do our Q&As on Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern here from here until WrestleMania. Anyways, make sure you submit your questions to AquaticWetline at Outlook.com. I have received about 12 wonderful questions. I would like some more. So email them to AquaticWetline at Outlook.com, and I would like to answer your questions. Of course, you can use social media as well. And my last announcement, our fifth episode of Life in the Amazon is going to air next Wednesday, and we're going to talk about reptiles again. Next Wednesday, we're going to talk about the beautiful snakes of the Amazon next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. And those are our announcements for this week. On Saturday, I have a special announcement to make because Saturday is going to be our 125th episode, but I'll make that announcement on Saturday. So, Jeff, thank you for being such a great co-host tonight. 
Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. I really enjoy doing it. You're welcome, and I love having you as a co-host on the Aquatic Wetline. You're probably my best co-host that I've had. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Well, on that note, me and Jeff want to wish you a good night. I hope you guys have a good week, and we'll see you right here tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern as both of us interview the Crayfish King, James Jones, himself at 8 p.m. Eastern. Goodbye, fish keepers, and take on. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to Aquatic Wetline, your one-stop podcast for everything aquarium. Aqua Alex wants to thank you for listening. Return next time for a fun-filled episode. Please check us out on iTunes. Leave a good review if you enjoyed it. And like our fan page on Facebook called Aquatic Wetline Podcast. And join our fan group called Aquatic Wetline Radio Fan Group on Facebook. Until next time, goodbye fish keepers and tank on. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.